Hey guys, welcome back to Board Draw, episode five. Let's go. We're talking. We're talking. There's there's a lot that's happened since the last yeah, time we spoke. I we, mean, because we've done the conspiracy. It could have been episode. a very potentially dry week, but there's uh, been some transfers. There's I think always there's, there's quite a lot going on. There's always stuff going on in the world yeah, of football. Like, there is. There like, is. E- even if it is the Belarusian second league, you know, that's there's my stuff going on. League going. That's my favorite betting league. I think. Yeah. <laughs> that and like the Libyan league or like yeah something yeah. like that. You brought it up though. I hope everyone enjoyed the uh, the conspiracy episode. There was a couple of little sus moments in there. Yeah, but did you see, yeah, yeah. No, we had a good reception to that. Um, yeah, but I guess we can do something similar in the in the near future. Um, I mean, there might be some conspiracies coming up in the new Premier League exactly, season. Exactly that. But now um, we're talking more. Yeah, here and now stuff that's happened in the last week or so. Yeah. I mean, I think we've got to start with the big ones. The Brazilian boys in the Premier League. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the one that is kill confirmed at the moment. Salvation. Ra- Richarlison to Spurs. Yeah, I mean, Jesus what's your is, opinions? Jesus is always killing for them. Yeah, I mean? Jesus is the other one. I was hoping we, he's been pictured in an Arsenal top. <laughs> he's had his medical. He's had, he's been pictured at London Colney. He's been like, and this like is for about a week, Kissing. and it still hasn't been announced. So yeah. they've got me. My ankles are absolutely gone. Could you yeah. imagine just a 180 and goes to like Spurs? I'm not even bannering you. I tweeted this morning, happy Gabriel Jesus Day. Yeah, I saw And it. he's not even been announced yet. That's embarrassing. Yeah. But we'll we'll talk about him in a bit. Let's talk about Richardson to Richardson Spurs. Richardson to Spurs. 60, 60 mil. million. What's your opinion? I think that Richardson is a player who is rated by Everton fans. Yeah. And neutrals either love him or they hate him. He's a massive cunt. I think. Oh, sorry. I probably shouldn't have said that. His attitude is like a good work attitude, but he's I just, think like... He's a bit of a bastard player. Yeah, a bit, he, like, he's like a bit of a Wilf Zaha kind of vibe. Like you'd love him on your team. You'd hate him against you. I think I rate him. I think there's a reason why he starts with Brazil in that stacked Brazil squad. Yeah. I think for 60 million in this market, he could have done a steep. lot worse. I think, I, think done a lot I agree. You could have done worse. Obviously, it's the prem to prem kind of bump up the price kind of vibe. I mean, Brazilian players as well always get a big price tag. And he right. is Everton star man, so they're not going to lose him. Everton star man. That's if it. he went, if Everton went down, maybe he'd be less. But I think both clubs would, and both uh, sets of fans will be happy with the deal because for Spurs, they're actually spending money. Yeah. Like Daniel Levy's actually opened the pockets. I've seen fans uh, tweeting that he's going to have nosebleeds all night. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to wake up crying, wishing it was a nightmare. But <laughs> Tremors. I mean, and I think Everton to get 60 million for him in the position that they're in. Yeah. Is, is good. Classic I, Everton, watch them go splash it on just the worst signings. They're going to get Deli Ali's twin brother, isn't it? Oh, Deli Ali, he's moving. Uh, yeah. But, um, I, I just think that, both sets of fans will be happy. Yeah, I think he's a player. I, like his stats aren't fantastic, but he is an important player. For but me, you got to think about the team he's been playing in. Though last season yeah. he scored one in three. Yeah. for a really poor but, Everton side with just a lack of creativity. For me, he is one of those players where I don't think I rate him that much. But whenever I watch a game, he is always the guy that's making something. happen. In every Everton game last season, he was almost the best player on the pitch. Yeah, 100%, uh, like, and that's uh, always a good Everton. thing. And I think. As much as I don't like Spurs, the reason I think it's a good signing is that, for me, he can play anywhere across that front three. So he can... He can play the central role. Or he, he can play, play the wide. central if Harry Kane needs a rest. He can play out either side if... I don't know if he starts ahead of Kulisewski or if he rotates with Kulisewski, rotate, rotates with Son. But for me, the fact that he can slot into the front three in any position and also just cover... Yeah, the versatility is huge. 
I think, and to have that, I think obviously 60 mil is expensive. So just just like some stats for Richarlison. He played 172 games in the Premier League, 48 goals, 18 assists. So it doesn't sound like a lot, but he's played for a terrible Watford team and, and a, a mediocre, poor Everton, poor Everton yeah, team. Yeah. 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 Um, but like like you say, he, he is a player that will score goals for Spurs. Yeah. Like no chance about it. they will create chances. He put it away. He is a talented, talented player, and he's not old either. No, he's you know young. Mean? And obviously, so is Kuliseski. So there's potential for like development there. And under Conte, you can see him kind of kicking on to the next level. Cause yeah, and I think in there there is definite. It's a star world class. I mean, he, he, no, he like, could be like verging on kind of. I mean, do you play? Do you players. play for Brazil without being world class? That's true. Yeah, it depends what your de- definition of world class is. So, but I mean, let's just talk about how this will play out for Spurs because obviously. How do you fit him, Son, Kane, Kulisevsky? Who else we got? You know, up top. Uh, yeah, I I think it is just mainly them four. Maybe uh, Lucas Moura and Burwine. Lucas Moura, yeah. I don't know. They're probably oh, yeah, both going to go. But um, yeah, I mean, for me, this, the Harry Kane and Son are certes uh, up top. And so do you just go? Do you just go to and, play in a three? Yeah, you rotate. Or, yeah, I mean, I've heard shouts of people saying play Son in behind Kane. But what if you play Kane in more of like like an attack midfield centre forward role, like like a deep like a deep line okay. centre forward, and then because he loves Rich- coming deep anyway, well, you could play Richardson and Son ahead of him. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that's you play you nice. play you that play him nice. as that like front pivot, almost. yeah. And then yeah, he can he can play deep, like a Dennis Burkham arrive late into the box because he's and got he can kind of very like he's very aware. His football IQ is very high, and I think that was why Dennis Burkham was so good. His football IQ was so high. So if you play him. Like Des Burkham had Thierry Henry to like just always find the run, him. and yeah, if they did that with Richardson and Son, that'd be naughty. Yeah, to be I'd, fair. I'd, I'd like to see that tried out. To be honest, I think yeah, Harry, so Ka- Harry Kane's passing they, ability is yeah. unbelievable. And He's if they so keep playing the free at the back with wing backs, it's you don't perfect. need the width because you've got the width from the wing backs, and you can play the two with Harry Kane behind, which would be quite nice. Um, on the flip side, what does this mean for Everton? They've lost a player who scores a lot of important goals for them. Relegation. Dominic Calvert-Lewin needs to have... This is a make-or-break season yeah, for him. Yeah, because he, he had a poor. breakthrough season where he got in the England squad, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, he was very injured last season. But even when he came back, he looked shit. He just, he just wasn't the yeah. player that we saw the previous season. So, yeah, and like maybe said, that is a result of injuries. But it, this season will be very telling. Yeah. Because if he can't reproduce the form he showed in that initial season, then they have problems. And Everton, where are the goal's going to come from? Yeah. Um, they've been linked with like Conor Gallagher Gordon. oh have they they've been linked with Conor Gallagher I assume Frank Lampard likes him from yeah. his time at Chelsea um, I mean what's Deli Alli going to do Deli Alli I think he's dusted he, he, he might he's just getting, his head he might just well, completely out of the game he, he might as well just anymore. retire and go on Love Island he, he, I swear down him and Ben White Love Island boys but um, yeah I just don't think his head's in it Like either he's lost his love for football or just has too much money now to not even care before we move on to um, the salvation that Jesus is going to lead on. to Arsenal, um, should we talk about the other Brazilian player beginning with R? Big Raf Rosario Prony. That's, that's <laughs> Brazilian, man. Yeah. What? Come on. Uh, yeah. Big Rafinha. Yeah, 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 Chelsea, perhaps. Barcelona, so who knows? When he first got linked to Arsenal, and at that point, I think it was Barcelona, Arsenal and Barcelona were the first two linked with him. I, I saw a tweet from a guy that was like, 
in the know, but how in the know is in the know these days. Nobody knows. Everyone's got in the know. Exactly. Yeah. You should put ITK in the end of your Yeah, legit. End, yeah. So he, but he did say, in all fairness to him, he was like, this is going to be the most drawn out saga of the summer. Yeah. And I can't, yeah. He's waiting for Barcelona. Exactly that. But so- Barcelona don't have money or do they no one really knows yeah they're fucked aren't they did you see they sold the rights to, to their tv their tv, their TV yeah, for, for 25 years, years for like it was pennies yeah i they're, they're so poorly run they're gonna either run themselves into the ground or like no but the things are they are too like big to run themselves into the ground there will always be a way out yeah. for them because they just have that sort of backing yeah um but yeah. anyway like so, you're saying so his dream move is Barcelona. He's had his personal terms with them agreed since like mid last season. It was pretty much if Barcelona could afford him, he was going there. Or if Leeds got relegated, he had like a release clause that Barcelona could afford. So I bet he's got it that they didn't get relegated. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why he absolutely turned it off yeah. for like the last 10 games of the season. He was like, oh, maybe I'll get my dream move. So he is waiting for his Barcelona. Yeah. That, so that Barcelona is, currently he- can't afford him. So Arsenal went in with a couple of bids. I think it was like a 35 million bid and a 45 million bid. Leeds are holding out for 65 million. 65 million. And so Arsenal kind of stopped at 45 and then Chelsea came in with a straight 60 or like, I think it was 60 million plus add-ons to get it to 65. Yeah. And Leeds accepted that. But, but Rafinha, Rafinha is, still holding is out for Barcelona. stalling. And Deco, his Rafinha's agent, has gone back to Barcelona and been like, well, one, like, you need to gonna, do, you need yeah, to make up gonna, your mind we're now. We're going to take this if you don't because up I mean, ideas. if he doesn't, the longer he draws it out, the less preseason he has. Yeah. Then, but there it, are rumors that Barcelona are like finding the way to get. Well, the money Barcelona are flogging off some like young talents yeah. for cheap, and yeah, it, I, I mean, think it is going to happen. Like, and then as a Chelsea player, uh, fan, I'm not a Chelsea fan, but if you were a Chelsea fan, would you want another Donny that doesn't really want to join you in your team? I mean, they look. You look at Chelsea, right? So they've got Werner. And Havertz, who Havertz will probably play as their main striker unless yeah. they get someone in. Then you've got players like Pulisic, injury prone. Yeah. Ziyech, injury prone, hasn't really shown up. Yeah. You've got Mount, you've got Hudson Odoi. You've got like these players that will play, can play in like Rafinha's position anyway. Like, yeah. do you really need him? Is he going to be the player that really takes you to closer to Man City Liverpool? He is definitely a level up from the likes of Hudson Odoi, um, Ziyech, Pulisic. I think he's definitely a level up from them. But after the Lukaku saga... You just rattled like the entire fan base of America. <laughs> Police is the LeBron James of football, no? LeBron James. But um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, Rafinha, he definitely a level up. But after the Lukaku saga, would you want a player that comes, first opportunity to do an interview, he, he's twerking for Barcelona? Like that, this just doesn't go down well. Yeah, I mean, I think Chelsea uh, need players that want to play for Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, does anyone want to play for Chelsea? Though? That's a real question. That is, that is the, that is the money. I question, mean, to be fair, it? Chelsea are in a very weird place at the minute. Obviously, yeah. with the new takeover. And From what it looks like, though, the owner does look like he wants to make an impression. They were linked with bloody Ronaldo. Maybe. Yeah, they're, they're fucking. I think they've put in like an inquiry for Neymar. I would love to see I that. I want to see Neymar I mean, I don't like Chelsea. Yeah. I, I don't... Yeah, I mean, I'm a QPR fan. I don't like Chelsea. Yeah. But to see Neymar in the Premier League, fair enough, yeah. Whatever, I'll take it. I just Yeah, just to see, like, the tech. Because if he flops, then I, yeah. can, then I can be like, you know. We can go see him live. Board go draw. see him live, though. Board yeah. Chelsea. But yeah, no. Um, so the Rafinha side is a bit of a weird one. In my opinion, he's just holding out for Barcelona and they will get him, even if it's, like, 
holding out until like the last week of the window I think he is set on that Barcelona move yeah I think Chelsea I, will I think on. I think Leeds will realise they'll have a player that they can't get rid of them yeah and I mean I, I, I don't know if he's the type of player that wouldn't play or he would yeah. want to play I, I assume with the World Cup coming up you want to be in you want to be yeah. you want to be playing any week but I mean yeah you don't want to play there that, you, that no. it's just negative for the dressing room it's not good for anyone yeah exactly um, and like for me I think get if you're Chelsea get Raheem Sterling you've been linked with him it looks like that could happen I think that I think for Chelsea, he's a better signing than Rafinha. You you got someone who's gonna get, get you goals from yeah. that position, like yeah. And um, like you said, Rafinha is predominantly right wing, so he'll take Mount spot. Whereas Sterling, you can play left wing, and then it's Mount Sterling with Havertz up top. I like that. Yeah, I think, um, or they might even just play like because you know he likes to play that sort of uh, three centre backs, two wide men, and then like Jorginho or like Kante in the mm. middle, and then he plays two behind the striker as well so it's almost like a three three four two one nice like it's, it's does that work yeah I get what yeah, you mean it does. Yeah, but he, mean. he like he, he doesn't he plays like this really weird sort of like W shape yeah um, with like a really sharp point through the middle um, last but not least we're the final Brazilian the final Brazilian the Lord the Lord, the Lord Jesus on. so Arsenal pretty much signed Gabriel Jesus. I'm pretty sure by the time this podcast comes out, you bloody hope by the time this podcast comes out, he's been announced. Because, like I was saying earlier, he's been pictured in the ground. He's been pictured in the training ground. He's He's been coming out of cars with Edu. The fucking Arsenal shop online yeah. for a period of time you could buy his shirt so they must <laughs> they've done that with uh, the other Donny as well yeah, didn't Fabio Vieira yeah. same issue I don't know it's a shambles in the old media department I mean, but, but, um, but on the basis of it exciting times for us for me I'm very excited I rated Gabriel Jesus when he first signed for City I was like he is going to be a star and I think the problem for him when he first signed for City was like oh he's the Aguero replacement and that's always hard like that's what why Ferran Torres has struggled. Everyone's trying to like live up to this Aguero kind of status. And obviously Aguero is a freak and it's going to be hard. Haaland will probably do it. but Haaland will do his own thing. But like Gabriel Jesus, I've always thought his like, his work ethic's sick. Yeah. Um, his hold up play for, he's not like the biggest lad, but he's strong and he can run the lines. And that's what, what I think Arteta's looking for in a player is someone that's got high enthusiasm, work rate, and then someone whose hold-up play is good, but is fast enough to hold it up, which was what Lacazette was good at, the hold-up play. But then Lacazette's legs are just made of absolute treacle, and he couldn't get into the box. Whereas Gabriel Jesus is strong and fast enough to hold it up and then ping it off to someone like Odegaard, Saka, blah, blah, and, and then get that, himself back that in the box. Three behind him are, are goal scorers and creative players. That so, are yeah, like, exciting times. You know, I mean, so... Gabriel Jesus has got 236 appearances, 96 goals, sorry, 95 goals and 46 assists for City. Blood Clark. Which is... He's going to get 100 goals. That is an impressive record. And I mean, there's a reason why Pep Guardiola, even when he wasn't having the best goal scoring form, there's a reason why Pep Guardiola would keep him in the squad and and keep playing him. And for me, just on his stats, it's kind of like the direct opposite to Richardson, isn't it? And the fact that he's been in like an OP team his whole time. Yeah. So he's probably skewed a little bit higher, whereas Richarlison's has skewed a bit lower. But obviously I'm going to say, I've seen so many uh, things on Twitter about who's a better player, Richardson, Gabriel Jesus. Different For players. me, it is Gabriel Jesus. I agree. I, I agree. think he has more strings in his bow. He's 
got better kind of play, kind of intricate play between players. Richarlison he, is very direct. Yeah, Richarlison and he, and he, probably he, is like a better finisher. And he's a more selfish player though. Yeah, he's a better finisher, I'd say, Richarlison. But I think his team ethic, Gabriel Jesus's team ethic, his hold-up play is better. And I think just his... Uh, they both got the ability to play anywhere across the front three. But, if you, but I think Gabriel I think Jesus, Gabriel Jesus is, had a better goal conversion from expected goals last season uh, so since, since his debut than 80% of Premier League strikers that scored uh, like five or more goals I think he's like fifth in the all time list for like goals per minute yeah I think he's like behind like Henri Aguero and a couple of other dons his, I think because he plays a lot and like you were saying there's a reason Pep Guardiola always seems to play him and I think this is what will be good for Arsenal because we don't have a lot of these at the moment uh, players that show up in big games. That's what I was about to say. So he is a big game player. Even last season, right? He started the two games against Chelsea and Liverpool early on. Um, scored in scored at Stamford Bridge yeah. and then got the assist for Foden at Anfield. Mm. Then he was injured uh, just by turning the new year, and he was out for three months. And then he scored the uh, opening goal against Liverpool. What does the opening goal? There's one we've got. He scored against Liverpool anyway. Yeah, he scored one where he likes to turn in the box. He's he. But yeah, he his is. work rate is uh, like it is incredible. And another thing which is going to be great for Arsenal is his flexibility. Yeah, because he can he can play that centre uh, through the middle that central striker yeah. role, which I think is where he will play for yeah. Arsenal ninety five percent of the time. But if you Arsenal are struggling with an injury crisis, we've got your own or, league as well this season. You know, so I mean, got more games. He, it, like if Nketi is getting game time or whatever. Yeah, he he, he said in an interview that he went to Pep Guardiola and said, "I want to play on the right wing." Yeah, he prefers playing right, and that he prefers yeah. it. Yeah, and so that is another, like you say, he's got lots of strings in his bow. He yeah, he has a great tool set, which is probably what brings him above players like Richardson because yeah. he is he is far more flexible and far more adaptable to the positions. And I think this is going to be great for Arsenal because they've got themselves a goal scorer, yeah. but they've got them someone who can really meld themselves with players like Smith Rowe, Odegaard, Saka, yeah. Martinelli, like, and play I that creative, fast-paced football. Quite nicely, yeah. You know? And there will probably be times where Liverpool, uh, Arsenal, much like Liverpool and City, have like a like a very dynamic front three. Yeah, yeah. Where, where they they can all play each other's positions because I mean you know they like the only you way look- you confuse your opposition defense is if you're moving around on the pitch and you don't stay stagnant and then a player can be like he's my man I'll stay there. I if mean, you're moving, a player doesn't know. Oh, do I track him? Do I stay in my position? And that's where football's going. You want to, and that's what he is. He's just he's incredibly smart, yeah, yeah. intelligent footballer. And I think if you if you're an Arsenal fan right now, you don't need Gabriel Jesus to get 25 goals. I'd be nice because in players like Saka, Odegaard, Martinelli, uh, Smith Rowe, you have players that can easily get more than 10 yeah, goals. Yeah, for me, them. if everyone's trip, uh, chipping in about 10 to 15, and then he gets 15 to 20. I mean, if, if if you get uh, like if any of your three uh, attack midfielders get uh, fifteen goals, you're already laughing. Well, Saka got thirteen last season. Yeah, I mean, I I can't see. I mean, obviously the goal distribution is not going to be. It'll probably be it'll probably be more spread this season. Yeah, I'm hoping for a big season. I was going to say something about Gabriel Jesus, so I completely slipped. Oh, his price. I think it is forty million. Or forty five million with add ons, isn't it? Yeah, with add ons. I think yeah, because uh, I think it's Palermo something to do with like if we we get Champions League football, they get like a, a chunky bit. But forty five mil, 
I think it's a very good signing. Yeah, for me. 100%. Yeah, for me, we, it's a very good signing. Just just very briefly, because we're going to cover this in more detail in the next in the upcoming episodes when we start doing our season previews. But do Arsenal have to get Champions League this season? Oh, 100%. Is there, is there any room for error? Or nah, is Arteta gone? It's Champions League or bust. Because, but do you think, like, this is another thing we can talk about. Do you think Arsenal have had a better uh, transfer window than Spurs? So far, uh, who have we signed? We signed Fabio Vieira, signed Marquinhos, signed Matt Turner, and we signed, oh, gonna sign Gabriel Jesus. You're getting Saliba back on loan. And as well. Saliba, like a new sign in, that'll be nice. Um, and you're going, I'd say you're, it's yeah. probably neck and neck at the moment. Yeah. For me, Fraser Forster is just like a backup. That's like a bit of a nothing yeah. signing. Matt Turner's the same, but he's younger. Yeah. So, it, it, but they're both backup signings. Um, Spurs are linked with Jed Spence as well. Yeah, I think they'll sign Jed Spence, and that'll be a good signing for them. Uh, Fabio Vieira, I think, is a very good signing for Arsenal. I'm obviously going to be like that. But Gabriel Jesus, yeah. I also agree. Marquinhos is kind of like when we signed Martinelli, just a young Brazilian unknown talent. I think our, the plan is Arteta's going to invest in Brazilians. Yeah. Oh, well, that's like Edu, isn't it? Edu's yeah. the guy. But. Um, Marquinhos is going to come do pre-season they'll probably see what he's like if he needs a loan we'll go out for loan but like that's what Martinelli done the plan was to loan him out and then he impressed so much in pre-season that they kept him in so yeah it's up to him but I'd say I'd say out of all the Prem teams top two at the minute top two uh, I mean, Spurs and Arsenal in the window like obviously you say City have, have got Haaland that's true I mean but like City and Nunes got uh, Liverpool got Nunes but yeah. they, they, those teams were already already stacked they're miles above yeah. the competition so like they to don't, they don't need to have window, yeah, yeah you they're competing with each other loads. do you know what I mean yeah 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 I get they're competing with each other and I think yeah. I mean well, we're Liverpool could really struggle this season without Mane. Like, that's, that's a lot of goals and a lot of assists. Well, and, while we're on sitting in Liverpool, know. what one should we talk about first? We talk about we'll talk about Liverpool first. Mohamed Salah, big contract. Yeah, so he was entering his last year of his contract. Yeah, and there was rumours that he was looking at La Liga because he wasn't going to get enough money. But today, he signed a new deal. Enough money, money. He's on like four hundred grand yeah. a week. What's, what's he yeah, on about? Enough money, man. So oh, yeah, so he joke, wasn't. There was no chat really about him signing a new contract, like in the media. But Bosch, I think he signed it. Obviously, twenty twenty five. Salah is one of the top, 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 like zero point zero zero one percent players. Top in, three in player football. in the Prem, probably best player in the Prem. Best player in the him Prem. And De Bruyne. Him and De Bruyne are probably yeah. neck and neck. But I mean, like they're both about the same age, aren't they? He's like 30. yeah, un- unreal player. Um, but this, he didn't have a great end to last season. No, he did stink it up. After African, African Cup of Nations, yeah, he yeah, did yeah. really struggle, mm. and it it just looked like nothing was really coming out from like working yeah. for him. Um, the beginning of the season is going to be really important for him. Yeah, it, he needs to he, start the season strong. He needs to start it strong. Otherwise, people will start to ask. He questions. normally does start the season strong. I mean, they've little got, fantasy they've got, gem for you. I got swear, Fulham. he gets a hat trick literally every first. They got game Fulham of the, the first game of the season. Yeah. Oh well, that's yeah. a, that's probably why he always gets a fucking because Liverpool always start, get a nice, Liverpool yeah. always get a, a just promoted team to start the season. <laughs> so yeah, so Liverpool six, Fulham nil. Nunes hat trick, Salah hat trick. Yep. Um, but yeah, it is really important that he starts strong. Yeah. But I hope, I think maybe bringing in Nunes and having a player a that was more of a striker yeah. and more of a focal point will be helpful. Will sort of release, like let Salah play a yeah. bit more creatively than having to be that direct runner. Yeah, because I think the issue he was kind of facing was that towards the end of the season, he was the player that was most far forward and the defence would concentrate on him. But if you've got Nunez that's the most far forward. Playing that target man sort of 
and then it's kind of like what we're saying about um, Spurs with Harry Kane. If Nunez drops a bit further behind uh, back, then Salah and whoever's on the other wing, uh, Louis Diaz, and spinning around it the back. Causes and the defenders, this, especially yeah. the central defenders, to make a decision whether they follow the man and, yeah. and play tight to well, him. Exactly, yeah. And then that breaks that offside, that all that like defensive line, doesn't it? Yeah. So it allows room for Salah and um, Diaz to move through even Jota as well. Um, what, what was the, the other big about? team in the league, Man City? Man so City. we were talking about Julian uh, Alvarez. Yeah, he. I, I quite like the look of him. He's get, he gives me like young Gabriel Aguero, Jesus yeah. vibes. Oh, like young Aguero, vibes. Yeah. yeah, just like a young South American that his stats in, his stats in South America are just fucked. cracked. Yeah, and while we're on City, Calvin Phillips allegedly today had his medical. Yeah, I. Do you know I'm. I'm What's your opinion on Calvin? I don't Phillips? know about this one. I moved to City. I've, before the World Cup, I was like, I don't like Calvin Phillips. Yeah. He got mugged by Eze at Loftus Road. <laughs> yeah. And Ellen Road just absolutely made a fool. Um, he has improved tenfold. He had a very good World Cup. He was he was England's best player at World Cup, or one of them. Yeah. He was England's player of the year. Uh, uh, the Euros, what are we on about? Yeah. 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 Like he, he re- there, is, there is a player there. And I just don't know what role he's going to facilitate at Man City. Because... Is he? Yeah, because for me, you don't play him and Rodri. You don't play him and Rodri. I don't understand the games where you'd play him over Rodri. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so is he don't play them two together? Fodder? Yeah, so he... Yeah, exactly is he, that. Is he just that there is... to piss around with Carl Walker and Grealish <laughs> and get a Premier League boys, medal yeah, yeah, at the end yeah, of the season? Yeah, get a free um, Premier I don't know, medal but like, he is a, he is a serious agree. player. He, he's he's not... probably a bit more aggressive in his, in his defensive play than uh, Rodri. Yeah, I was going to say, he's not a better player than Rodri, but maybe... Obviously, they have a lot of games a season, Liverpool and City, because they go like all the way in every competition. So maybe it's it worthwhile having two like elite level. I mean, they lose DMs. Fernandinho, yeah, and they've lost which Fernandinho, which is a big loss. They're like captain, and yeah. he's he is a sort of like the nastiest player in their team. Yeah, he is the tactical fowler. Yeah. Like he he knows the dark arts. Yeah, um, so does Rodri. Rodri I don't know about Phillips and it and I, I hope he does well because I hope it, I want him to do well for the sake of England and another thing the £50 million pound price tag that's, that's a lot of money it's a lot of obviously, obviously City English got money tax. to burn but like you want to try and kind of dilute the stigma that you're a team that just has unlimited money I mean, and you're not doing that when you sign a £100 million pound Grealish to sit on the bench that's £50 it. million pound Calvin Phillips to sit on the bench I don't. I. I mean, it is good for England that we are having. We've got a team where they got Sterling for the minute, but they have got Sterling, Foden, Greenish, yeah, and also Walker, these players, Stones, obviously Phillips. all play for England and getting coached by the best manager in the world, yeah. Gareth Southgate, apart from Michael <laughs> Beale. <laughs> but yeah, it's good that England's like core squad are getting coached by Pep Guardiola. Because I mean, the only thing is though, they're going to go from playing this tiki taka football <laughs> to, to playing Gareth's fucking Christ defensive conservative yeah, lump it forward. True. They probably arrive at the England mate, camp and they're like, fuck. They're sake. going to be doing training drills, yeah? <laughs> rinsing the other players and then getting benched. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why. They probably bitch about how like shit the training sessions are and how Pep's doing like <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Yeah. And they're like, what the hell is this shit? And then Gareth over here and I was like, nah, fuck you. Gareth should watch the Man City uh, documentary. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of documentary, you've got the Arsenal one coming out. That's going to be a bang up. They did the little trailer and that looked emotion. emotional. Emotional damage. Yeah. No, it's going to be... Um, I was excited for it until like the last couple of weeks of the season where we bottled it. So I might just watch it up until kind of like the last episode and then just not watch it anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know. 
But yeah, that'll be a good laugh. You we'll can, do, just, pretend, we'll you can like, just pretend. We could do like a little live watch. We'll do a watch along. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> we'll do that. Watch me cry on. Yeah, just watch you cry. Just <laughs> yeah. getting rattled by, by Amazon. Is it Amazon? Yeah, Amazon. Yeah, it's yeah. Amazon yeah. Talking about crying and rattling a whole fan base, Lukaku's back to Inter Milan. Did you see, I think it was the director of football, the CEO or something of Inter Milan saying that he's not going to just come into the team and be what he was when he left. He's got to prove it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I think so as well. I mean, Lukaku stank up the gaff. He was, he so was literally, bad at Chelsea. He was last season brought in to bring Chelsea to that Liverpool and he had level. one good game and it was against Arsenal. <laughs> I mean, I, I think like what what's happened to him? Because it, he like during the World Cup and like every time you see him for yeah. Belgium, he's like a he's like an anomaly. He he's no yeah. man that big and 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 strong should be that fast. And yeah. that uh, like Do you reckon he, he's just been like figured out. Like the Prem teams have figured him out. Like the Prem players are bigger, they're stronger now, and they're just dealing with him. Yeah, like I wonder. What, I wonder if that was similar for like Gareth Bale as yeah, well. Yeah, like was riot. Bale a bit like? Do I actually want to go to the Premier League? Because I know Werner came over. Yeah, and Werner said the Premier League is is. It's like a freak show because every defender is six foot five. Yeah, just. I mean, his first game was against Brighton where he's playing yeah. against Dan Bird. <laughs> yeah, Dan Bird like, is so tall. Like, what? Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I agree. It, it, yeah, it's. It, the Premier League is probably the most physical league in the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and most intense as well. And you just got like everyone's. Everyone's playing a press. Not like juiced up to the brim, but they look like they're. Yeah, man, they're all inhalers, aren't they? Yeah, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean. I don't know. Maybe Lukaku was figured out. He had an absolute stinker of a season. He st- he did have a few injuries and then he was just like benched. Then he had the whole controversy where he was just chatting shit yeah. about Chelsea. Well, you see, he's number 90 now and I saw a tweet and it's like, um, why is Lukaku number 90? And then someone commented this guy because he conned Chelsea out of 90 million. And I was like, like maybe that's a conspiracy theory for the next episode. <laughs> um, While we're on. 25 goals. Sorry, oh, 25 no, games. Yeah, go for it. 25 games. Eight goals, one assist, but that is in 1,524 minutes. It's not good. It's not a great conversion, right? No, especially not playing for one of the top one, three teams. The top three, league, yeah. yeah, the third best team in the league, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it also begs the question, who are Chelsea going to bring in to replace him? Because nothing's really worked for them in terms of a striker. Yeah. Um, which leads to quite nicely into our next little topic. So the Mirror, they released a top 10 were signings of the Premier League era. And so we'll quickly put it out there to the fans. Who are your top... Give us your comment below. Give us your top three before you hear what the Mirror have said, and then we'll give you our top three. But number one, hence why we're talking about him, they put Lukaku back to Chelsea for £97 million as the worst transfer in Premier League history. I Where think- do you stand on that? I think you've got to look at like so somebody like this one of the players on this list is Andrei Shevchenko was it 2006 yep um, yeah like the inflation rate of football is, is crazy yeah, so, so like, you've got to take all you've of got to take the values with a little bit of like leeway yeah 97 million is obviously a lot but Chelsea needed a striker they needed something to bridge the gap between them yeah. and Liverpool and, and City they um, had just won the Champions League. So won the Champions up. League Lukaku was off a belt or of a season yeah. into Milan it, at the time it looks like a great like it, that, that's what they needed yeah I mean but that doesn't it cancel didn't out, out the fact that he scored eight goals in a whole season and one assist and one assist and wanted to leave pretty much immediately yeah um, does that make it for you or do you I think he's on the list yeah I'm so not like, sure if on number it, one yeah. I mean we'll have to look at the other players on the list I'll but. run you through them but another little juicy tidbit about the list there's obviously ten people on it 
Five of them are Chelsea signings. That's embarrassing. Obviously, the list is just an opinion and opinions all differ, blah, blah, blah. But for them to have, according to the mirror, probably some stinky journalist, so we'll take it with a pinch of salt. For them to have 50% of the worst transfers in the Premier League era is fucking shocking. Yeah, I mean, they've got a lot of names on there. I think... Like I'll obviously, obviously, it is debatable. Yeah. Like all of these can be I'll debated. I'll through the top but ten. Do, do Chelsea, um, like head of their transfers, just go on FIFA and just yeah, and just like, it's just run by like a couple of fourteen-year-old kids that have just, just done, getting come out of on all career mode. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Right, so the top ten: Lukaku to Chelsea, ninety-seven million. Then Angel Di Maria to Man United for sixty million in twenty fourteen. That one I disagree with. I also disagree with that. But I think also we got taken into account sixty million eight years ago is a, is, lot. is a lot of money. That's more than that might be ninety million or maybe. Yeah, that's more. what that's probably like a hundred mil signing now. Third place, the swap deal between Arsenal and Man United for Alexis Sanchez with Mkhitaryan. With Mkhitaryan, I think so it's probably an L for both the, of them. The Maria but, one, yeah. United at that point were like just they they were just going out and buying like just anyone. Yeah, yeah. And was that, like that was a deadline day deal, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a deadline day deal, and I think they they sort of like, like forced into that almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, carry on. So we had Alexis Sanchez, Alexis Sanchez, yeah, that stunk the piano. That is, I, I'd say oh. Alexis Sanchez. I think they're lucky that they got him off the books as quick as they did because yeah. he was the highest earner in the Prem while he was there, and he was so bad. Like Lukaku, at least he got eight goals. I think Sanchez genuinely got like three. I in think like two years. The, the, like you know, we said, uh, Lukaku came off that season at Inter Milan on fire. Lukaku, um, Sanchez, Sanchez came off like like fire. three seasons yeah, at Arsenal yeah, yeah. on absolute, he was a different breed. He was like probably the best player in the Premier League. Yeah, him and Hazard were tearing up the Premier League. Who's next? Well, it's who Arsenal got in to replace Alexis, Alexis Sanchez. Nicola Pepe. Nicolas Pepe for seventy-two million is the Mirror's fourth worst transfer in the Premier League era, and I it's mean, hard to dispute it. It's got to be up there. Yeah, it's definitely. I, I, I'd say top five for me. Yeah, I mean, because he was like, I just remember listening to Arsenal fans talk about this guy, and you just know that none of them had ever seen well, a video. A couple like, of yeah. compilations, yeah, and, yeah, like you can make any player look I am brilliant. That Arsenal fan, by the way, you can make any player look brilliant in oh, a yeah, three-minute YouTube compilation. The only reason, I, well, I'd still say he's definitely a top ten. I, the only reason I wouldn't say he's top three, he still changed the turn around. Uh, not even that. In the, oh, he's been here for three seasons now. I think, yeah, he's got over ten goals every season. Which, like his output, he doesn't play every game. He's had like a couple of not falling out with the managers, but they just haven't rated him for whatever reason. But he's still, I think, got like fifteen goal plus assists for like three seasons in a row. Yeah, contributions. Yeah, so it's like I mean, he's, he's obviously he's it's a lot of money, back, but like very slowly. Oh yeah, it's not it's not a good transfer. But definitely not the worst. I like, think part of which transfer... big goals for Arsenal. He got for when we won the FA Cup the first uh, t- uh, the, under Arteta. He got the goal against Sheffield United. Uh, no, the goal against Southampton. He got a goal in the semi-final and the assist in the final to beat Chelsea. So he has also participated in some big games and contributed pretty big. But seventy-two million. You were expecting him. I was expecting him to be. Arsenal star man for a couple of seasons. I think if he comes in for forty five million, yeah, everyone's going. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a that's a bit decent island, bit of yeah. business. I think the fact that it was seventy two million, and it was something weird, like they're paying them like sixteen million over the course of twenty six years in like five million. Different, I think another like, reason is just there was some dodgy agent business going on. 100%. I think like um, 
Yeah, whoever it was like Kia Jabotion, and there's some stinky, yeah, just some some corruption agent. or something going 100%, on there. Hundred percent, especially because like the Lil um, Sporting Director got like booted out after for yeah. the so there's something dodgy going on. Number five, Andy Carroll to Liverpool from Newcastle, and this is ten plus years ago now. What was that? Thirty five or fifty? Thirty five million. Yeah, which ten years ago. That is a lot of money. Yeah, but Carroll at the time was like for some like he was it's just mad how hard he, he's he was off. he was almost like England's like he was gonna be England's like war horse yeah, yeah. leading the charge. Just every time you'd hoof it up and Carroll bosh her head. And he up. had a good season at Newcastle. Was that under uh, Pardew? Yeah, I think so. It must have been. But, I mean, um yeah. Thirty five million back then is a lot of money. Lot a lot of money and was he I think then he was the most expensive Englishman transfer yeah. ever. And stunk it up. How long did he last there? A year? I feel like that's the word we're going to use for like 90% of this list. Yeah, yeah. they just stunk yeah, it up. True. They all did stink it up. But yeah, back to Chelsea and their L's. Bakayoko from Monaco. Yep, not a big L. Five years ago. Where, 40 where million. are you now? 40 million. So he was in that Monaco team that was stacked. They Mendy. had Bakayoko. They had... Let's not talk about We Mendy. won't talk about Mendy, but he was They had Bernardo Silva, a young... Fresh on the scene and Mbappe. That's when he had like they the, had the Fabinho. Look at me, oh, they had so many ballers and they did so well in the Champions League. And then the next season, their team just got shredded to bits. Martial, yeah, maybe actually. I can't remember. I mean, it's, maybe it's, it's that a was just after, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, their team just got absolutely ruined. And Bakayoko was one of the outgoings. Went to Chelsea, forty million. Had a very bad first season there, and then they shipped him off on loan. <laughs> Where are you now, mate? Becky, I'll get you out there. Contact us. We'll help you, mate. In the same window, they had the cheek to sign Danny Drinkwater for £35 million. That's, thought, that's off the back of Leicester's yeah, title winning They season. thought they were going to have a centre mid of Bakayoko and Danny Drinkwater. <laughs> I mean, if you look back on it now, it's, it is laughable. Me. It's laughable. £75 million on two players that probably accumulatively played about 10 games. I think Danny... No, it's not Danny Drinkwater. It's Andy King. He's just signed as uh, Bristol City's like... Uh, Oh yeah, he was like role. a stonewall at the left team yeah. wasn't he, for ages. Um, yeah, Danny Drinkwater. What 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 happened? I mean, that he, fall he, off was hard. He he, was, I don't think he was that good anyway. I think he just looked good because Carrey was carrying. Yeah, I, he's just been released by Chelsea. Yeah, and yeah. He, he did say he, he put like, like he, a post out. Yeah, it was really good post yeah. to be fair. He yeah, took it really yeah. well. He was like, it didn't work out the way that I or anyone else hoped it would. Yeah, but he doesn't regret it for a minute and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, fair play to him. Yeah, no, As, I think I mean probably just I think probably immediately made the move and thought. Fuck it, this is probably a level just too high for me. It, he probably doesn't even think that. He's probably just he, he, like Chelsea come knocking on the door. Leicester, yeah, they won the league. Yeah, one off. Like it, it, that's one in a million. Sure, I mean it's it's absolutely yeah. insane. But he probably thought, yeah, I mean, Mares is going to go, Kante's going to go. I think Kante had gone already at this point. Yeah, so the team's already getting picked yeah. apart. He's thinking, let me get him to a team <laughs> and see what I can do. Right, right. should have stayed. Bless him. Who but, we got next? Fuck me. So this little stretch. It's Chelsea, 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 Chelsea. So we had Bakayoko, we had Drinkwater. Now it's Andrei Shevchenko back in the day to Chelsea from AC Milan. He was a menace at AC Milan. Though. So this was in 2006. So we're talking 15 years ago. Guess how much they paid for him? 35. 30 million. Oh. 30 million 15 years ago. That's a joke. I think he was one of the most expensive signings ever. Yeah, he was at the time. Shevchenko was different gravy in Syria. Yeah, he was so good. I think he still that's goes down when, as one of like the best strikers day, ever. Back in the day when Syria was like the league, the league when fucking all yeah, like all the Champions League winners were yeah, just in Ronaldinho, all the Champions League winners. 
for yeah. just like oh, just unbelievable. And he still goes down for me as one of the best strikers. I remember ever. watching like the Serie A highlights on Channel he Four, mate. Oh, different. unbelievable! But then he came to Chelsea, maybe just a little bit past his prime, and wasn't good enough. But a player who joined Chelsea, arguably in his prime, Are you Fernando Torres. Fernando Torres for yeah. fifty million. I love Fernando Torres. Another Liverpool Torres with the hairband, oh, mate. That era of football was just. Good. The only thing is, yeah, take me back. I know, I know, Fernando Torres. Fifty million is a lot of money for a player who didn't really perform. Like he won he was the Champions League, to, but he won the Champions League. Yeah, like I mean, and their first ever Champions League. Yeah, so I mean, perhaps, I'd pay if seventy-two million pound Pepe won us the Champions League. I'd immediately write off as like probably best. Yeah, mate, you'd ever. be walking around with a Pepe yeah. tattoo. Come on, I, I, Pepe. If you want to stick around, win us the Champions League, I'll get a tattoo of your head on <laughs> me if we win the Champions League. I, I mean, I. But yeah, I agree. I think maybe I just have a bit of a soft spot for Torres. I like I think, Torres. Yeah, I, I don't think, think he, he had deserved. a hard time at Chelsea. I think, I think yeah, the pressure of that price tag really got to him. And he was like the Aguero chat earlier. He was following on from Drogba. And that's not easy. It's just not easy at all. When you try and take over a player that the club love, uh, the fans love so much. It's a disgrace. It's like Arsenal being there like trying to find a Thierry and re-replacement. It's hard because... You're always compared to this absolute. That is why you keep going back to France, isn't it? World, yeah. It's like you're always compared to arguably the club's favorite pl- player, and unless you're like matching their standard or better in it, you're just immediately just considered a bit of an L. And I think Fernando Torres was a bit of an L, but got yeah, a hard I don't time. think he was as bad as, nah. as as people. Probably still on the yeah. list though. I don't know. Maybe not. He, 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 I'd uh, have to have a thing. Who we got? And finally, Paul Pal- uh, Paul Pal- Paul Pal- Paul Pogba back to Man United for 89 milli. I think this one's a tricky one because Paul Pogba is some player. Like on his day, like it's like, you know, you know the video of the guy is like on his days and he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. better than his dad. Yeah. Better than, yeah. I mean, he, you know, last there is a reason he's a player. Neymar and I was like, he's not underrated, but he's understated, blah, blah, blah. I think Paul Pogba's the same. He gets hate and I think he's because he's in a shit team and like the argument is, you can still be a good player in a shit team. I think Graham Souness is living his head rent free. Uh, I think that's the reason. Ah, uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, for me, Paul Pogba is very good at football. It's just obviously he's just how much does he want to like, like work? You no, know, when he started do, the like, season, the he got like eight assists in four games or something. <laughs> yeah, didn't and the he, first game and of the season he got four left, assists. He played up left. He's playing left yeah. mid, weren't he? Like out wide on the yeah. left. Like, and he was just he like when he was playing and he was full of confidence and he was like. Running, a confident he was running Pogba the oh, yeah. is the dream. There's a reason that like, he still plays for France. Yeah, which are probably the, like the best team in the world. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like he runs that. Oh, he runs that team. Yeah, he? I mean, him and centre mid. It's just it's it, one of those you get Kante and he just gives him the confidence to be. I think if Pogba, Pogba was provided with the correct players around him. Could have been the man to really take United to that level. It could have. But it's a shame they didn't invest. United have smart. been struggling with their transfers for. They've just not had yeah. like a clear. I mean, David Moyes came in and bought like Marrow and Fellaini and all them, man. <laughs> I mean, Pogba th- and they've probably had two, three good transfers since then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Any names that you think could, should be out on that list? I mean, uh, for me, I don't want to do Chelsea even more dirt, but Kepa Aretha Balaga. Yeah, for, what was it? Seventy million for a that's goalkeeper a that is now on the bench. Yeah, he was, is... and it's not even like he was good; he was shit. And then he had a go. He had a fight with um, Maurizio Sarri when they wanted to get taken off for the penalties, and then didn't get taken off, and then they still lost. Yeah. I just think that is a terror. How can you have a seventy million pound goalkeeper flop first season and now he's your bench keeper? 
And that's been swept under the rug. It, it has. I mean... That is so bad. Mendy is good, though. Mendy is good, but they should have either sold Kepa or just take the L and keep playing him until he gets good. Wasn't there a point where... 70 million for a goalkeeper is outrageous. Who was a backup keeper? Willie Caballero. Caballero from yeah. City, yeah. yeah. And there was points where he, he was playing ahead of Kepa. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. He signed for Southampton today. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southampton signed Bazunu as well, didn't they? Yeah. That's a good signing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think Bazunu, I know a lot of uh, Portsmouth fans were raving about oh, him. Really? And he's, I mean, it's a big step up from League One to the Premier League, but he's been at City for yeah, a, while. a long time. Yeah. Obviously, there's a player in him. City don't really make mistakes. So, yeah. Um, yeah, good for Southampton. But for me, yeah, Kepper is the one that I'd add if it was up to me. Any on your mind? I mean, one that might be a bit controversial at the minute. I mean... If Harry Maguire has a really bad season again, yeah, eighty million. I, I like, you know, I like that shout. You know, because, I mean, um, so his like first season is that when they finished second in the league. Yeah, so but, maybe that just kind of boosts his stats. But then he's had such a bad season that it's cancelled out how good that was. This, so like you said, I think this season is like make or break for him. Like Dominic Calvert Lewin, he really needs to kick on this season yeah. and hope that under Ten Hag. He goes back to the player he was when he was at Leicester in that first season. Yeah, United. Because, because Ten Hag's probably got like a kind of fresh slate for all these players, and it's like if you don't deliver now, you're fucking off. Yeah, they've probably told Ten Hag the higher ups at Man United they're like, you can go in. That's probably why they haven't made any signings yet, because he's probably gone in. You can assess everyone they've got on the books and just have like an absolute massacre. Because I think like eighty percent of them are probably not good enough. Yeah, I mean. United, they're signing, uh, what's his name? The, is it uh, Malazi? Malabi? Uh, the geezer from PSV is the left yeah. back. Um, they're still linked with Anthony and De Jong. Yeah. Um, I think they'll probably get De Jong over the I line. I think so. That uh, maybe that's what will uh, fund Barca's Rafinha bit. Yeah, that's very true, actually. Um, it's weird that, like, the domino effect in football, isn't it? Like, yeah, one transfer I mean, will fund another transfer that... Bayern signed uh, Gravenberg from uh, yeah. Ajax. And... It's really weird Malassia. because that's his name. Because Ajax have this really good ability to take players, and some of them turn out to be amazing. Some of them turn out to be terrible, but in that Ajax team, they all look amazing. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I think people it, are doubting this grammar, but because he's obviously a young kid, like yeah. very, very good footballer. But where does he fit into that Bayern team? Like. Is he going to displace Kimmich? But Kimmich's only played 2,000 minutes. He's like, he's never played more than like 2,000 minutes in the season. I think it's a good signing. He like, looks like um like a future big star in the centre mid. Yeah, I mean, le- why don't Chelsea go for Lewandowski? Well, I, I know he's got that, his heart set on Barcelona. I say that All these men got their heart set on Barcelona. Even if they get like two seasons out of Lewandowski. That's if you get Lewandowski in. For what do they want? I think they want like 45 million for him. I mean, Chelsea fair, can piss that money away. If Chelsea can sign Lewandowski for 45, 50 million and he gets six goals in the season, <laughs> they got another name on that list. That's so you know true, I mean? yeah. Another they're they're, they're, they're going to be populated. Because you'll get that number nine top as well, the cursed number nine top, and just Mad. fat L. Yeah. Um, yeah it's a, just to round up though, today, the fantasy prices for next season have been announced. Me and Luke are big fantasy boys. We love a bit of fantasy football, so we'll sweet, have some fantasy sweet chats. Sweet fantasy, Come baby. On. Yeah, no. But, um, we love a bit of fantasy football. Yeah, we'll do a, probably a more wrong. dedicated tran- uh, fantasy little pod down the line. Maybe but, maybe, um, maybe we, we should save that and we'll uh, 
Just do a little side video. Yeah, maybe. But because yeah, we're already, we're already we, this podcast is flying, mate. The problem straight is, straight yeah, in the team. When we just get down here, we just start talking football. The time just goes. Yeah, once I've got a beer in me, I fucking just waffle football for hours on end. Yeah, but I mean, we'll do a little fantasy one. Get excited for that. We'll give you some tips. We'll um, we, we'll record a little thing yeah. about the evaluations and uh, get that out. Yeah, we'll give you a bit of a rundown on our past fantasy performances. Ros is excited for that. I am. I'm actually a little bit gassed about it, but maybe I've set myself up for failure this season. Yeah, I think I think we've covered quite a lot today. Yeah, no, covered, it's yeah, been good. It's been a good one. Um, Hope you enjoyed. Yeah, so hopefully next week we will have some Premier League preview starting. Yeah, we um, want to go through the teams before the season starts and then... I mean, we've literally got like... The season it's, starts. It's a month. It's, yeah, it's, it's a month, yeah. It's a month on the 6th it starts, isn't it? So a month and five days yeah so we've got to get going on that yeah we do we'll, we'll, we'll crank them out don't worry you'll get a lot of content from us in the coming weeks it's gonna be, it's gonna be flowing yeah so make sure you follow our socials we've got twitter get on, get on tiktok Spotify. is now tiktok is now live, live. it's yeah. live get on there for some good good stuff we're gonna be uploading there regularly yeah. youtube as always and YouTube, then yeah spotify and apple music if yeah. you don't want to we go to our instagram yeah. click on the link tree yeah yeah and you've got all of it Follow us on all of it because yeah. it's just good Drop stuff. Drop us a DM if you want to collab or just have a chat football, mate. We love chatting football. Yeah, if, you, if you're if you a fan of uh, any Premier League team or any team, really, yeah, if you want to come on and talk chat. about what your pre-season predictions are and anything like that, holler at us, get us on Instagram or yeah. whatever, Twitter. Um, yeah, we'll love to have you on. We'll get it sorted. Especially if you're on your own little uh, podcast yeah. or whatever. We'd love to... We'd love to cross-pollinate our ideas come with you. On, cross-pollination. Cross-pollination. I've said come on a couple too many times. Not as many as last time. I will phase it out of my vocab. We're going to do a TikTok with you just saying, come on. Yeah, well, maybe that's what I was planning all along. Maybe. You're playing the long game. Anyway. Right. Good night, ladies and gents. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's Bordeaux and, uh, and it's live. Thanks. <laughs>